in the middle, <clears throat> we kind of stopped in the middle of the sugi over here. We were discussing, can you be Meira Halacha Bifnei Raba? Okay, we said that the Halacha is a Kriva. There's Yaakov, that when there's one Jew living in the uh, Chatzar, then he does not have to make um, <clears throat> the, the Akum, the guy does not Aser. That was Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov Shita. And we said that Halacha Shmuel said Halacha Sukkot Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov. Okay, we said it's a Minag, Nagu, right, which we said was Eri. And then we said, well, since we said Mishnah Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov is Kav Vinaki, so therefore it would be like a, an established Halacha, would one be able to teach that Halacha in front of his Rebbe since it's such a clear, easy Halacha? And we ended at the last line of Rav Chista um, did teach in Kafri, which was outside of the city. So they were both in Bubble, but it was outside the city of Huna, and that's why um, he was able to do it, because he was not Bifnei Rabba. And we're going to get into that a little bit more today. Rav Hamnuna, on the beginning of Samach Gimel, Rav Hamnuna, sorry, I said Samach Gimel before I meant Samach Beis, Beis, okay. Rav Hamnuna, Eri Becharsa. So again, he taught in the city of Kharsa, the Kharsa de Argos. Okay, that was the name of the city. It was uh, Argos's development over there. Bishnei de Rav Chista, while Rav Chista was alive. So even though Rav Chista was Rav Hununa's Rebbe, but again, um, it was uh, outside. Oh, we'll, we'll see here in a second. Ravina Sarsakina. So again, Rav Nuna taught in front of Rav Chista. Ravina Sarsakina Babel. He checked a knife in Babel. Amrli Ravashi. Ravashi said, I don't understand. My time of Marhachi. So why did you do that? Meaning, I'm your Rebbe. So why did you do that? So Rav Chista was Rav Nuna's Rebbe. And he taught Becharsa the Argus. So what was going on? Amrli, he said, Lav Eri Itmar. So Ravashi said, no, it's not true. The version of the story that I had was, he did not. He was not Moira. Because, he held, because Rav Chista was his Rebbe. So Rav Nuna was not. Amar le Itmar. Ravina said, no, I heard the story as he did. Itmar Oiri. Okay, so Itmar, Amar le Itmar Oiri. Itmar lo Oiri. Okay, so now we have both versions. There's two versions of the stories. Now, how do you understand this? So we say, Bishnei de Rav Huna Rabe. So, again, Rav Nuna in front of Rav Huna, who is his real Rebbe, his Rebbe Muvak. So then, Hudaloi Oiri. That's when Rav Nuna, so. Basically, there were two versions of the story. Ashi had one which said Rav Hununa did not teach, and Ravina had one that said Rav Hununa did. He did Paskin. He did Pat, right? So, uh, which one is it? So it says it depends. One, it was his Rabbi Muvak, which was Rav Huna, then he would not Paskin. However, when it was, when Rav Chista was around, in Rav Chista's time, so Rav Nuna and Rav Chista were what does, the Gemara calls Talmud Chavar delay Hava. He was a Talmud Chavar. Okay, so he was a Talmud, but it was a Talmud Chavar, uh, somewhat more equal. It wasn't like his, his true Rebbe. Vanonami. So Rav, uh, Ravina says to Ravash, Vaninami Talmud Chavar Demarana. I am your Talmud Chavar. Okay, apparently Ravashi felt differently. He felt like Ravina was his true Talmud. Okay, but anyway, so we see here that if a Talmud Chavar, then you can, you can paskin. Okay, I'm a Rav Chazil So Rav comes off of this off of this din, and says that if it's a Talmud Chacham, so for himself, so that was paskining for others. For himself, then a, a Tzorim Rabbanon, a Talmud Chacham, can paskin for himself. Ravina Ikla Lemechuzah. So we have a story. Ravina went to Mechuzah. I see Ish 
Ushbiz Chine. His, ho- his, his host, the housekeeper, right, whoever, he was at a bed and breakfast, and uh, the innkeeper went ahead and brought Ravina a knife, which was in a sakina. The Kamachvila, he was showing it to him. Amarle, so Ravina said, Zil Amtuya the Rava. Go to Rava. It's Rava's city. I can't pass in front of Rava. Amarle, Rav himself said, Now, I want to check this knife so that I can check some meat for you. So that should be right? I'm doing it so that you could eat. So why do I have to go ask Rava? It's for yourself. So he said, He said, I, right, I'm a paying customer of yours. So therefore, you are like a butcher. It's not like, it's, a, it's, it's like me buying meat from a butcher. Uh, since you're preparing the meal for me, I'm coming to eat at your restaurant, so it's not really, yes, it's for me, but I'm considered a paying customer, and therefore I can't pass, and that's not considered lenashe. Simon Zila, the Haniya Machlef, Ika, the Yakar. But those are my Hagroinia. No, no, it's because it's Makam Rabbi. So this was not, it's, you can't pass in Makam Rabbi, but we, we had one exception, which is, which is, uh, or, or, right, we had one exception, or if you're not there, if there's a, a greater Rav in the city, he couldn't Paskin. Rava was in the city, it was Rava's city, so he, Ravina would refuse to Paskin. Even though Rava had said for Nafshe, he, Ravina held that this was not considered Nafshe. So what, what would Nafshe mean? Nafshe means if, let's say, I, was, I wanted a shach to eat, eat it myself. But here, since somebody else was selling it to him, preparing it for him, wasn't considered Nafshe. So Nafshe would be if he was like a guest by this um, innkeeper, and he wasn't a paying customer. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like since he's paying for this. Yeah, price. that would be the mashmas. Rashi spe- specifically says, again, the Gemara says, Anam Mizvin Zvina, I'm a buyer. Kiachlina, my high bistra, bidami, anozavin. I'm paying you money, Minach. Hilkach lavan, afshai, elakeshar tavcha havisle. You're like, you're like any regular butcher. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good deal. The mashmas and Rashi would be that if you were just a guest at the house, then you might, then you would be able to check or, it. Or if he's actually shrek, Huh? Oh, if definitely, if he was shafting for himself, he'd definitely be able to check his he own knife. Yeah, that, that, that wouldn't matter, right? The question is, you're saying even if you're, if you're a guest, so the mashmal the, the from the Gemara and certainly from the from Rashi would be, I would say yes. Simon Zila Lahani Machlef Ika Viyaka. So they went to the house of Rav Lazar and Rav Abba Bar Tachlifta. They went to Rav Acha Breder of Ika, but Asreder of Acha Bar Yaakov. Okay, so it was Rav Acha Bar Yaakov was the uh, presiding Rav of the city. But Rav Acha Breder of Ika lamevelu Tulsa. So Rav Acha Breder of Ika wanted to make. So right, he was hosting. He had a bunch of guests, and he wanted to make Igla Tulsa, which is a third. It's different pshatim to this, but a very very good. Uh, right, a calf, right, very good veal. Okay, it means either it was a third grown or third, third born. Okay, but either way, it was, he wanted to make a, a nice, uh, yummy veal for his guests. I see Sakina Kama, the So he showed it to his guests who were Ravalazar Meagrena and Ravalar Bartaklif. So he showed them the knife. Amalahu Ravacha Bartaklifta. Ravacha says, This is why are you showing me the knife. Go, go to the, uh, to, to go to, it, it was, it's, it's Rav Acha Bar Yaakov's town. He's the Rav of the city. Show the knife to Rav Acha Bar Yaakov. Amar lehu Rav Lazar Meagrenya. What are you talking about? Hachi Amar Rav Right, like you, you pointed out. Here are their guests at the house. They're coming to eat. Chazil and Afshay. They should be able to do it for themselves. 
the Anish, Rebelezer Mehagrenya, and yet Rebelezer Mehagrenya was punished for, uh, for checking the knife, even though they were guests, he was still punished. Why? Why was he punished? He was checking for, he was checking for himself, so what should be the problem? Since somebody in the group already mentioned, take it to the, to the Rav of the city, now it's like a slap in the face to check it. And nobody said anything, then you're right, then you could have just checked the knife and it would have been fine. Or, he was like super, super rough. Right? I mean, he was, he was, uh, he, you know, so, so when somebody said, you know, you know, level, so then, then you should still, you should, you should bring the knife there. Now, so again, we had, we talked, we said you can't, so far the exceptions that we had, we said you can't be we said if you're in a different city, that might be okay. We said Talmud Chavar, we said Chazil and Afshay. Now we're going to have another one, which is another category of Fushimei Yisura. So if you see somebody do, doing an Isser, then in front, even Afilu Bafanov, even before his Rabbi Shapri Dami, you're allowed to jump in, you're allowed to intercede and say, hey, it's also to do that, and it's not going to be a problem. Ravina, we have a story. A person that was tying a donkey, Bitsinsa. Peshabsa, right, to a tree, to a decal tree on Shabbos. Rabbi Bekala yelled at him. He said, hey, stop it. Okay, and he didn't listen. So he said, right, now that's a psaka of halacha, right, saying, so now Ravina, this is again, Ravina was in front of Ravashi, so Ravina said to Ravashi, kapikursa. Okay, that it, in Rashi translates this as chutzpah. Is this considered a chutzpah because I jumped in here in front of you, my Rebbe? So Amr he said, no, don't worry about it. Ein chachma ve'in tvuna ve'in eitzel aneged Hashem. Okay, that there's no, there's no reasoning when it comes to milu deshamaya, komakam sheish bechil Hashem, ein cholkin kavod l'rav, you don't have to worry. So that is proof that, um, for this other exception, that if you are trying to be ma for something from Isser, that... Um, that you're allowed to be, you're allowed to be Moira b'fnei Rabbi. I'm a Rava b'fanav aser. So we said, be Moira b'fnei your Rebbe is aser b'chayiv misa. Shaloi b'fanav aser. If it's not right in front of your Rebbe, then ain't chayiv misa. Fracting a Marav, shaloi b'fanav loy. You're not chayiv misa if you paskin not in front of your Rebbe. V'altan your belazar oimer l'meisa b'nei aron at shahir alacha b'fnei Moisha Rabban. That okay. So this right, that makes sense. They did it right before, right in front of Moisha. That's why Aaron's sons died, my Darish, because they were they darshan the following: Venasnu bnei Aaron, Eish alam isbeach. That it said that bnei Aaron have to put Eish alam isbeach. Amru. So what did they say? Afal pisha Eish Aaron minashamayim. When the Mishkan by the Chanukas ha Chanukas ha Mishkan. So the Eish, the fire came down from Shamayim. Yet mitzvah lavi minahedyo. They said that because it said Venasnu bnei Aaron akayin Eish that we have to bring the fire ourselves. So they were among Allah in front of. In front of Moshe, the Talmud Achad Hayil of Rabbi Lazar, and there was a story of the Talmud in front of Rabbi Lazar. Shehayir Alacha B'fanav in front of him. Amar Rabbi Lazar the Ima Shalom Ishtai. Rabbi Lazar said to his wife, whose name was Ima Shalom, "To me, Ani Yitzi Zeshinasai. I wonder if this uh, Talmud will live out his year. V'loy Yitzi Shinasai. He didn't live out the year. Amar Loi Naviata. So she said, "You're a Navi." I'm not a navi, but like Ben Navi Anechi, El Kach Mikublani, 
I have the following tradition, called He was three parses away, a couple miles away. So why, and yet we see, he was, he was Nida and Bemisa. So why are you saying it's only Bifana that you're going to get Misa? We see he was Shalash Parsais. So the Mara says, no, it's not true. Bifana of Hoya. He was in front of him. Right? And what does it mean, Shalash Parsais? It means he lived, the, the guy lived three Parsais away, but from, from his Rebbe. But when it happened, he was there. In the story it says, Shalash Parsais. Shemoy v'shem aviv lama. This is the point of the story. We don't really care who the Talmud was. We see here that you can be chayim misa. So why are we telling you those details? No, they're details that that were uh, built into the story. We're having to say that he lived three parcels away, but it didn't actually mean that um, he. But he didn't actually mean that he was three par- parcels away when he paskin. The problem was that he paskin befanav, and that's why he was nidam in misa. Right. So the reason we have these details is. We have the, the facts of the story, even though they're ancillary to the story, but uh, just to show that it was a real story that happened. Roy to get bitten by a snake. Shenemar, why do we see this in the Pasuk? It says, Vayan Elihu ben Barachal Habuzi. Okay, so he paskined in front of his rabbi. Okay, Akain Zachalti. And it's the it said, and therefore I was afraid, use a lotion of Zachalti, which is Uchsib. We have an Azinu, we say Im Hamas Zechale Offer. Right? So then what is the venom of a Zechale Offer? Someone slithers on the ground. So we see, right, he used the lotion of slithering like a snake because the what he was afraid of was getting bitten by a snake. So we see that a person is Mara before the Rabbi, he is um, he is a roi lahachisha nachash to get bitten by a snake. Ziri amar rebchenina nikrach. Zimi amar rebchenina nikrachayte. He's a chayte. Why? Because the pasuk says by David. Shemar says belibi tzamfanti amartech leman leachtalach. I had belibi in my heart. I hid imrasecha your words the halacha right Torah. And David saying that I kept my 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 halachas inside in order leman leachtalach so I would not be chayte. To you, right, Hashem. Rami, I don't understand. David here is saying that he kept the halachas inside. He didn't paskin. Rami, it said the pasuk is clearly with Safanti Amart, Amart, Imrasecha, Uchsev, and then it says Bisarti Tzedek Bekal Rav. I did relay Tzedek, right? Tzedek is the Meira. That's the Meira halacha. I did paskin in front of people. So which one is it? Did I keep the halachas to myself or did I paskin? That's a stira. So my answer is like Hasha. Can't be zman Kayim, his Rebbe was Yerayari. So when his Rebbe was around, then he kept his halachas inside. He didn't paskin. When Yerayari had already died, so then he told, he told, um, then he, he started, then he started paskining. It was no, more, no longer an issue of being So off on a tangent over here, we'll see. Um, We'll see, because uh, now that we brought up Ira Yairi, who was a Kayan. So, if you give all your matnas kahuna, your troops and masters, to one Kayan, so then maybe Rav, you'll bring famine. Why? Well, remember the Pasuk says, Ira Yairi, Haya Kayan, Ledavid. He was David's Kayan. Ledavid, who the Hava Kayan, the Kodam Aloy. He was only David's Kayan, not for, he wasn't a Kayan for everybody else. Elisha, Haya, Meshagal, Matanaisav. 
because David used to give, he was his Dekayan, that, that he was his, uh, that he used to give his Matanais to, David used to give his Matanais to, and what does it say? What does it say right afterwards? David. Okay, so we see that that is, if you give, um, right, if you give all your Tumas and Maestros to one Kayin, it causes Ra'av in the Ilam. I'm Rabbi Lezer, Aymer. Third, okay, third punishment. So we said number one, Roy Lachishai Nachash, and he's called a Chaitei. Right? We've, first we said it's Chaimita, Chaimisa. But then we said, Rah, Chisha, Nachash, called the Chaiti. And now we see another thing here. Then we're married from the Gedula. Why? The Pasuk says, Okay, by Gil Kalim, Elazar Akayin Paskin in front of Moshe. They came back from war. Even though he was, and Rashi points out, he was Chalak Kavad Lamoshe. He mentions Moshe by saying, uh, so he, he, did, he definitely said, he knows he was in front of Moshe, and he was unpasketing, uh, and he said that Moshe, you told us X, Y, Z. So it wasn't like a, a, a true, you know, being Mara Halacha. He was telling Moshe over the Halacha that he had told him, yet, he was still punished. How do we see? Because the Pasuk says, when it appoints Yeshua, uh, it says, Ya'amoy, that Yeshua will stand in front of Elazar Akayin, Vishalai, right? That Yeshua is going to have to submit to Elazar Akayin. What happens? So the Pasuk says that Yeshua is going to have to submit to Elazar Akayin, and we look throughout history, it never happened. Yeshua never happened. What happened? It must be that Elazar was married from his Gedula, and therefore Yeshua never had to submit to Elazar Akayin, because Elazar Akayin got uh, demoted. He got demoted because he was Maharlach of Meisha. Amar of Levi called demisive Mila. Kamei Rabbe, someone who responds right in front of your Rebbe, Azul Lashoil, you go to Gehenna, believe Vlad without children. Why? Shinamar, why? This is a tough punishment on Yeshua. Vayan Yeshua benon, Misharais Meishevi Bechorovayamar. Right? Yeshua responded. What, and, right? Yeshua, I think this was by. Uh, uh, right? I'm pretty sure that's where this is. Could be wrong. Anyways, Yeshua jumped in in front of Moshe and he said, Lock them up. Right? And what does it say? Okay? There was Yeshua Benon, and that's it. There were no children. He didn't have any children. So we see that that's the punishment for jumping in in front of your Rebbe. Okay, responding in front of your Rebbe. of Abba Bar Papa. Now, Yeshua definitely didn't have children. The question is, what was his punishment? Was it because he was Meira in front of, because he jumped in in front of Moshe? Or, Rav Abba Bar Papa says, no, that's not why he was punished. So this member that says that the reason Yeshua was punished was because he, he responded in front of Moshe, he jumped in, that argues on Rav Abba Bar Papa, the Amr of Abba Bar Papa, that Yeshua was punished for being Mavato Perivirivya. What happened? Shenamar. The Pasuk says, So it was before they attacked the Rechai. So they were laying siege to the city. And they were out preparing uh, their ambush. Okay, busy uh, preparing war. And Yeshua comes. So the backstory is that um, they didn't bring the. They didn't bring the carbon tamen shabin abayim, okay, and they weren't learning. It was night. It was already nighttime. They were busy dealing with war, and um, Malach comes to punish because 
which always means when we say it means that it's coming to punish. The Malach is coming to punish. And it says, So now I'm coming. So what, so what did the Malach say? What's this whole, this, this back and forth with Yeshua and the Malach? The Malach said to Yeshua, Right, earlier today, this afternoon, Emesh means yesterday, but it was already nightfall, so it was today, right, or earlier today, you were mavatul the Tamach Ben and now you're not learning. So Yeshua said to him, which one, which Avera are you coming for? You're coming to punish, tell me which one is it. I'm coming for now. I'm coming because you are not learning Torah. Mi'ad, what did they do? That very night, he went, what does it mean, in the valley? Okay, they, they, they sat and learned, right? they had a night seder right then and there. Now, so they had a night seder. The problem was they were still out to war. So now the Arain would always go out to war with them. The Gmiri, they call Mansha Arain, the Shekhinah, Shuruyin Kaiman, Asur Chamita. So when the Arain is not in its, in its proper place, then it's Asur Dutasha Chamita. Okay, one second. So what happened? And therefore, Yeshua's Mavatal Piri Virivya, because he sat and learned that night, and because of that, that was what Rav Abba Bar Papa said, that was the that was the punishment that he got, Yeshua got for being mavatal by sitting and learning and not putting the arm back in its place so that people could, um, could right, could, that the husband and wives could be with each other. So, so uh, that was the oven that caused him to lose children. We see here, right, because what did the Malach say? There were two Averis. Which one? The Tamid and learning. And what was he coming to punish for? He was punishing for not learning, not for the Tamid. So you see that that's greater. Amarav Braina, Amarav. Right, if a person sleeps in the bedroom, or it literally means in the bed, where a husband and wife are, so they're Mavatal Pervarivya. So, Allah Vakasavaymer, the Pasuk says, Nishay Ami Tigarshun Mi Base Tanugaha. And that is a, 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 a reference to being mavatal Even if the husband and wife can't be together because the wife is a nida, you're still over on this. Rava Amar Bracha. What do you mean? So then it should be good, right? You're 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 helping prevent them from iser. It's not true. It's not appropriate. Okay, because we see that there's no problem. Um, we see that even that a husband and wife are allowed to be in the same. A bedroom, even though they're ushered to each other. So therefore, you being there, yes, you're right. Even though for that one specific night, they can't be together, or for that time, they can't be together anyways, but still, you being uh, in their bedroom is, uh, creates some sort of uh, bittel, or it's an, uh, you're over on this pasuk of nesheyam and tigarshan that you're getting between a husband and a wife. So now we're going to go back to um, Mavui, for, uh, back to Hadar. We're going to go back, back, back to our parak for one moment. We'll have more Agarita tomorrow. Okay, but one just so you, so you I know you you didn't want to leave tonight without at least getting getting some some hadarin. So this but this is actually this is great. This is like where all like yeshivish lambdas came from. 
Ha'humavai, there's a mavoi, to have a dire ba, lachman baristik. So just to go back to what we were saying, right? We had a machlikis in the Mishnah that Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov and the Rabbanan, if I have a guy living, okay, living in a chater, he'll aser, okay, unless he rents, we've discussed it, unless he rents, rents out to you. Machlikis was how many Jews have to be living there to aser. Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov held only if there's two, but if there's one Jew in there, it's going to be mutter. Chamel, no, even one Jew, we're still geyser. Remember, remember this gezer had to do with we were geyser because we didn't want you living with a guy. Well, right. Well, so when we said, when there's one person, Rebbe Lazar Yaakov held, that since it's sakana, you'd be a fool. So it's not, it's milso delay shchiach for you to live with a guy because he might kill you. And therefore, no, we, the gezer, we don't want you to live there because we don't, we don't want you to, you know, emulate what the guy does. We only said that we're going to enforce that gzeira when there's two Jews there because when there's two Jews, then that's a milsa de shechicha, right? But in one Jew, he'd have to be a fool because the guy might kill him, okay? And then we said, a uh, guy doesn't normally rent out and we'll see here that he, in fact, we have a story where he refused to rent out. Lachman Ristik, who was a guy, Amrulay, they said to him, Aydalan Rishasach, rent us out your Rishos so that we can have a Shetufe Mavois. So what did he say? Loy Agrilahu, he refused. Asu Amrulay, they said, What should we do? We have this problem here. Amrulahu, he said, Zilu Betilu Rishusaychu, Legabe Chad. Go ahead, right? And so again, these, there were Chatzerais going into Amavoy. Okay? There was one guy there was messing it up that they couldn't use the Mavoy. He refused to rent out his, 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 his rishos. So he said, go be mavatalit to one person's rishos. Havalei, good. So havalei yachid b'makam nachri. So now what happens? We paskin like Rabbi Zerman Yaakov, that one Jew, the Chamim were in geyser. Right? When is one, I should be a little careful about what I say, right? Okay. Um, so one Jew, they were in geyser. Huh? Okay. So I'm. Okay, and what and what will happen now? So go all the Jews to one Jew living there. Now that Jew, again, it wouldn't help for the people to take stuff from their house into the mother. That they couldn't do, whoever was Mavatal. But the one guy at least could. And also, it would make the mavoi sit, it would make the mavoi, the kalim that are in the mavoi, they are allowed to move around within the mavoi. Notice, they wouldn't, it wouldn't allow everyone to take from their houses because we're going to learn later that if I'm a vatal, I'm out. I can't go ahead and, and take from my bias to my chatzar. But if I'm a vatal to you, then you are able to take from your house to the chatzar. We all give it to you. So at least it will allow them to partially have some use in this mavoi. Amrulay, so they said to Abaya, what do you even understand? What was the whole reason for Lazar ben Yaakov? Why he said one Jew? Because you'd have to be an idiot to live with a guy alone. Right? And that was the only reason we weren't geyser. Amrulay, midiyu taima, el delay shchiach tadairi, dair. What do you mean here? They're living there. I don't understand. All the Jews are living here. There's multiple Jews here. So we should, of course we should be geyser. You can't back into this heter. This heter was only... The, the, the basis of this heter was the fact that there's only one Jew there. 
But here there's multiple Jews. Being mavatal, yes, you're right. I was mavatal, so now for halachic purposes, but practically speaking, there's multiple Jews living here. Amrlu, he said to him, call, call betule rishusaychu gavechad milsad leishchicha. You're right. But being mavatal or rishos is milsad leishchicha. It's not normal. And I saw the Mepharshim bring down, I think Tosus discusses this, that the difference between renting and bittel is bittel only works for that Shabbos. So it means every Shabbos you have to be mavatal again. So it's not something that's shchiach. It's a, it's, it's, it's a shasat chak situation. You're not going to want to do that. Okay? So then, you're right. For, for, they should be geyser because there's multiple Jews living here, so we'd have a problem. But since the whole concept of bittel is mosul so therefore they weren't geyser here. Also, Rambunah Brady of Yeshua. He went over, we'll do a few lines into the next just to finish up this. So, yeah. So he said this chiddush, major chap of a baya in front of Rava. He said to him, He says, We're being mavatal teres air from this mavoy. Meaning, that how do we explain this? Again, like I said, that because you have to be mavatal every single week, they'll forget one week. Right? You're, you're going around the system here. It's not an effective way. Again, Shasat Chach to do it one time. But when you have a person living here who refuses to be eager, his Rishus, so it's, there's something structurally deficient in the way this Erev is, in the, in the way we have this Shituf and Mavais. So the Gemara says, Dema'arvi. Right, so what's the issue? Bital the Torah's Erev. So the Gemara says, Dema'arvi. They made an Erev, right? Ah, Yemu Erev. Right, now it wasn't a real Erev. What are our concern that we'll forget about this whole concept of Erev? So they made an Erev as a Zecher. Obviously, it wasn't really effective because they had to be Mavato Lerishos, but they made an Erev as a Zecher. Aye, but that's, there's a problem. It's a double-edged sword. People will know there's a guy here. Now we'll think that an Erev works when a guy's there. So the Mar says, that we were Machris, we called out, we made a public Maida, that yeah, we're making this Erev so we don't forget about Erev, but there's really a guy here, and really, it's not effective. How's that going to help for the later generations? Right? That's, that, it's okay, you did it now, we know, but how's the next generation going to know? You have a problem here. So Rava says, I have another Eitzah. Here's what you do. And this is very, this is very practically, we employ Rava's Eitzah, practically speaking, in pretty much every, some version of Rava's Eitzah in every metropolitan area. So let's take one, let one of them go. Become close, right? Befriend the guy and say, no, no, Rib guy, listen, we're not, guy, listen, guy, we're not going to rent your rishos. But, say, hey, can I, can, I keep my, uh, can I keep my key? Can I keep my key in your house? I just want to have an extra key. Can I keep it in your house? So, sure. And, right, so, rent a, uh, borrow a place. Basically saying, can you, can I give you something of mine to hold? And leave it with him. Just like that if a guy has a Jewish uh, renter or sharecropper employee, right, who is, who is using his house, then we'll say that we'll allow the Jew to be ma'arev. So even though the Shirevelakita is not an owner, he's essentially uh, a borrower of that space. Right? So too, when I asked the guy to leave the key there, that will allow the skir of the kitai 
to give, even though it's, it, it's the space still belongs to the guy, but since the guy is allowing the Sechir of Alakita to use the space, so too, anytime the guy allows a Jew to use the space, we'll say that the Jew now has Erev rights on that space and he can participate in the Erev. And that is Rava's Eitzah for this. Um, Okay, so anything. The point is anything. That's true. Probably not a great idea. But the point is, yeah, but the point is anything. So just um, to summarize, so we said Rav Nuna, <coughs> Rav Nuna was Ayri B'chayr Rav Chista because he was a Talmud Chavar. And that was, again, Shalev Kaimai. Rav Ashi, um, Rav Ashi held, you shouldn't. Talmud Chavar should not be allowed. He, he, didn't, he didn't like the fact that Ravina was doing it. That was being Meira, that he was um, paskening. Rava said, again, another exclusion, Tzermi Rabbanon can paskin for himself. He can look at the knife, right? He doesn't have to show his Rebbe. We had the story with the host, where there he was renting it out. We had the story with the Igla Tilsa, the Diga Saken, that even though we said that a person can check for himself, there, when either we said it was a Rebbe, mufl- it was a Muflog, he was, you know, God Aldar, or because someone in the group had already brought up saying, hey, let's have the, the Rav of the city check it out. So then it would be a slap in the face to not. Rava said, you don't. Um, then, of course, it's mutter for Talmud to jump in front of his Rebbe. We had the story with the Vina Ravashi, the guy who tied his tree and he put him in Cherem. Rava said that if you're Meir Bifnei Rabba, you're going to be Chayiv Misa. Shalai Bifanov is only Aser. And we asked the question, what do you mean? We had the story where um, who was it? Rebbe said to his wife, Rebbe said, I-, I wonder if this guy's going to live it out, live out the year, and he died. So we see, um, we see, and, and there it was three parcels away, and still he died. So we said, no, it's not true. It wasn't really, he lived, this Talmud lived three parcels away. We were just telling us the facts of the story. But when he was Meir Halacha, he was in front of him, and that's why he was Chaim Misa. Rav Chia said, Nachash, spelled that wrong. Ziri said he's called a Chayte. Okay, and we learned this from David, right, because David said that he kept Libit Safanti, he kept his halachas inside so that he wouldn't be a chayte. Rebbe said, Rebbe said, we learned that from Elazar HaKayin, that we, the Pasuk in the Torah said that Yeshua would have to submit to Elazar, yet we never see it happen. We have the story that Rebbe he went, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, not a story. Rebbe said that what you're going to do is you're going to go to Gehenim, right, without Vlad, and that you're not going to have any children. And we le- he learned that from Yehoshua, and he held, that was because Levi held that that was Yeshua's punishment, as opposed to Rav Abba Bar Papa, who held that no, Yeshua was punished because he was Mavatal from Pirivirivia. Okay, and then we, off of that, we said that somebody sleeps in the uh, Kiela with, uh, with a husband and wife, the room with a husband and wife, Mavatal in Pirivirivia, even Bisman Nida shouldn't do it. Okay, and then we had the story of, of Lachman Baristik, who was a guy, Abaya allowed them to be mavatal, all the Yisraelim in the Chatzar to be, uh, in the Mavoy to be mavatal to one, okay, and then it's a din, then it's a din of Nachman and one Yisrael, like Rebbe Yaakov, that okay, and you have to say, okay, number one, that they were Ma'arvi, right, and again, we said, I, right, they came to Abayin and said, well, what do you mean, how, how, how could you do this, there's multiple people living here, he says, no, again, it's most of the here, okay, for a different reason, Bittal is not Shechiach, okay, and we have to say that they were ma'arev, okay, because otherwise we're concerned that they'll forget teres air from this mavoi, and they were machres, okay, yet 
Rava still didn't like it because it's not going to help for later generations. Rava said what you do is you befriend him and ask him, borrow some space, meaning keep something by him. Once you do that, you're like, you get a din of Schir Velikitai. Like Shmuel said, Schir Velikitai gives you rights to participate in the Arab, even though the property belongs to a guy. That's all we'll pick up from tomorrow.